Professor, and for another week of the Nerds Amalgamated podcast, I've got Bucky and the DJ here. Woo! Hey! We're going to continue on with our format twist from last week, where we'll start off talking about the latest news and then go on to, with a discussion about the games we've been playing. So, our first topic tonight is from the DJ about people hiring coaches for Fortnite. Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing, apparently. So. As the professor said, that parents are now hiring coaches to play Fortnite. The rate it goes for from fifteen dollars to twenty dollars per hour, and fifty dollars for three to four hours worth of coaching. And the process is simple: just find a coach on social media or through co- contracting sites like Gamer Sensei and Bidvine. I feel like there's going to be a lot of con artists out there. Oh, because oh, we don't have a uh, coaching accreditation thing for esports yet actually i challenge you on that um i was reading an article a while back and i'm not sure if we discuss it online here but there's actually courses being run in china where you can actually study to become a professional esports gamer or kodo etc so they probably have coaching and accreditation as part of that okay yeah it's a very lucrative market. Like, um, what was it recent? Like the the recent Fortnite tournament. I think the prize money was worth like one hundred thirty thousand dollars. And gaming is a bigger industry than movies at the moment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see if eventually the uh, esports becomes bigger than physical sports. Oh, dude, there was a recent study I was reading the other day where um, that. It will happen. It will happen. We might earn more. That esports players will earn more than professional like athletes. Did they have a time frame on that? Um, not a huge. They didn't put a specific time frame, but it's eventual. They said it's eventual because of the whole ad revenue and TV dollars. Uh, ad revenue on YouTube has been falling for years now. Oh, uh, but there's ESPN and ESPN. Yeah, it would have to be full on sponsorship. Yeah. Like uh, you see the footy players where the the advertising is bigger than the logo on their, for their team. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention like esports is going to get bigger with, with um, itself, with that whole field going to be in the, in talks of being in the Olympic Games. Yeah. So Paris 2024 Olympic, uh, Olympic Games, esports will, might be in it. I, um, I do enjoy though that the, uh, one of the people they interviewed for this article is Adrian Loft from San Macros or San Macros, so if you pronounce it in Texan. And in a uh, Latin, I think, San uh, means without. So San Macros means without macros. So he's not cheating. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. I've just um, posted a couple links there on, the, on our site um, about the esports courses. So Peking University has opened the, its course. And there's another one. There's a few different places where they're doing it. So, yeah, that's um big in China. 
Yeah. I wonder and, if there's anybody who bothers training gold farmers. Um, well, with some of this stuff, I, with, I can't find the actual article I was reading um, a couple of months back now, but they were talking about it's like they've got coaching staff, support staff, and all that for the esports industry. So, yeah, like they're, yeah. they're covering all across the board. Just got me thinking, what qualifications do you need to be a gold farmer who sits in, um, like, in a basically an internet cafe and runs ten WoW accounts and collects money off them. Um, you, I would recommend asking the Russians because that's apparently their area. <laughs> I really I thought it was China's. <clears throat> no, no. Uh, apparently, it's one of the things Russian organized crime is doing as a source of income. <laughs> <clears throat> so the mafia, Russian mafia, is out there. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, um, they've been out there for a while, but yeah, definitely wouldn't. Like, it, I have no guaranteed proof of it. It's just, yeah, it's just something I heard from one of the online chat areas I was in. I know it's not um not the Russian mafia, but I'm just thinking of uh, the Godfather. Oh, <laughs> I want to make you an offer you cannot refuse. Oh no! Oh yeah. dear God! <laughs> I think isn't the Russian mafia though? They call themselves the Bratva, the Brotherhood. I don't know. I'm uh, do we... not really into organized crime. That's more the murder in the land of Oz people. <laughs> it is, but yeah, no. Just with some of the games I've played, um, yeah, Mafia and stuff like that. Some of the shows I've watched. Mm. Being the polyglot that I am, I tend to remember useless snippets of information. It's also in the first line of the Wikipedia article for the Russian Mafia. Is it? Yeah. The first oh. line of the Wikipedia article was Russian organized crime or Russian Mafia, sometimes referred to as Bratva. Oh, there you go. I've never even looked at that. Uh, I feel special now. Yep. <laughs> Almost like the DJ. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, th- this whole Fortnite thing, it's so lucrative to the point that it's a gamer's mm-hmm. choice for Twitch streamers. Yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. Uh, like the most popular for, uh, Fortnite Twitch streamer right now is Tyler Nin- um, Ninja Bevins. And he makes five hundred that five hundred k per month just by just for streaming Fortnite and uploading content onto YouTube. Bloody hell! You're kidding me. Oh, oh, it's and he's he so ninjas ninja attributes his popularity to delivering high tier gameplay, along with entertaining antics that other streamers are known for. He believes that the combination of game skill and entertainment is really fun to watch. Uh-huh. You understand, how... of course, that he's going to be swatted. <laughs> Although he he also further explains that he gets his income from like Amazon Prime subscribers who will donate to his Twitch channel and 5 million yeah. subscribers on YouTube. So um, on Twitch these days, you can, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you get one free subscription a month. So you subscribe to a particular player for uh, $5 a month or whatever it is, and a percentage goes to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also, I think they're called bits, where you can donate twenty cents at a time or something as a uh, <clears throat> as a way to boost your your chat messages to the top of the list for the streamer to see. Yeah, and it's it's insane. It is insane. Like um, I was his um, he he also did like a a really big achievement yeah a month ago with Fortnite, which is um. He put, uh, yeah, he was one of the popular Twitch streamers along with Drake, Travis Scott, and other celebrities, and managing to shatter the Twitch site. This Twitch Are you com- from an article again. No, 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 this is some. Oh, this is basically I'm just looking at something. 
here and they broke the record basically. He broke a record. For what? What record? Um, Twitch stream. Nothing but Twitch streamers watching a Fortnite game. Okay. And how many did he get? Six hundred and fifty thousand viewers t- tuning in. Not bad, especially considering it's a live format. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's amazing though. Imagine just having a Twitch stream, just having all these celebrities on one Twitch screen. And imagine putting a subliminal message into it so that people who are watching pick up on that and you can then guide them to committing heinous acts. <laughs> so kind of like Jedi mind tricks, huh? Much older than that. <laughs> oh, hey, so but keep man- in mind, Jedi mind tricks are completely ripped off from the voice in June. Yes. Anyway. With the leading way. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, what do you think, guys? You reckon it's a good thing just having parents hiring Fortnite coaches? I think it's dumb. It's just as dumb as hiring a special coach for your son who's going to be a super ultra um, man of the match rugby player. I knew a, a family who did that back when I was in primary school. And I was like, you're spending thousands of dollars on extra training and conditioning. And at one point, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but at one point he said that they were looking at getting uh, some sort of steroid injection to help him build muscle, which <laughs> nothing about it does seem odd for a, a primary school student. But he, I'm just going by what he told me. Uh, I've heard of um, some of the guys when I was playing football when I was younger who used to, they, they were getting steroids and so forth. Like legit pretty, steroids? Pardon? Legit, legit steroids? Or... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, a lot more common in America where they've got the college scholarships and oh, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, they start giving them steroids when they're younger to build them up in size and so forth. But, yeah, I think it's just as dumb doing that as it is to hire a Fortnite coach, unless there's some real potential that you can find. But without the training, he's not going to receive, he's not going to exhibit his full potential. Mm. That's the argument I'll come up with. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword at this stage, isn't it? No. If if you've got the money and you want to spend it on that, then by all means, go ahead, because it's giving somebody a job. If you're not seeing the results you're expecting, then maybe that coach isn't suitable and you might need to go on with someone else. Or maybe you just need to look at the kid and go, you're not really going to be professional. Sorry. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Personally, I, I agree with you there. I would be getting those light boards where they got to, they do it with the um, Formula One drivers and the V8 supercar drivers and all that. And they have a board and it's got the lights on a panel and it randomly flicks up and you got to touch it before it moves. So that improves your reaction speed and coordination. Ah, yes. Um, that's actually being developed scientifically to help improve their performance and reminds me of a game i played once uh it was made by the youtuber nerdcubed called systems nominal where you have on your screen a display of a keyboard without letters mm-hmm. and a, a key will flash red and you have to hit the corresponding key in a couple of seconds before it um otherwise you'll lose a, a life yeah well this is like this training was done and it's actually been shown that it improves the reaction times and all that and for a game like Fortnite, one of your things is your reaction speed as well as your coordination, etc. So, um, just one question though, Drake. I just noticed this is actually the Drake that's the, the singer. Yeah, the Drake. You realise he's the Nickelback of the rap world, don't you? <laughs> Sounds like he's right up DJ's alley. Does he? Does he have those dreamy eyes? 
Oh, no, no, no. Let's not go now, there. What's let's... going on with the idiot with the with the weird dreadlocks? That's, uh, I think that's Travis Scott. <laughs> or is it that guy who died a few weeks ago? Tentacion. Yeah. No, that's not him. No, that's, Tra- no, that's Travis Scott. Okay. He like a bit of... <laughs> I'm sorry. Must be must be bad when a rapper gets called into weed by now. <laughs> oh, that's just oh, that's just brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm I'm sorry if I if I'm insulting anyone listening to this. Actually, I'm not. <laughs> I feel like we should move it along before someone starts taking a hit out on Bucky. <laughs> Why are you gonna take a hit out on me? I just have you look like a dweeb. Truth hurts, but so what? Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, our next topic tonight is. One that will be, uh, I must warn you, if you are a fan of antique computers, the following content may be distressing. <laughs> the Australian Computer Museum Society has a warehouse in Sydney that's about to be bulldozed because the owner of the warehouse has sold it off to some property developer and they can't find anywhere to get the, uh, the their uh, artifacts to before, like, that they can afford before the, uh, the bulldozers come. <clears throat> okay. Oh. That's going to suck. Yeah. There's a, a great video. Um, I'll post it on the Facebook page after we record by Dave from the YouTube channel EEV blog, where he does a tour of the of the warehouse. <clears throat> and they've got stuff like the original engineering diagrams for uh, PDP-11s. This, this is disgraceful. Yeah. The university... Well, not, well, one of the universities could help, but even um, the Sydney Museum should be able to hey, help out with some of this. Apparently, the government-funded museums can't give them any space because I suppose they're overcrowded themselves. Um, yeah, no, I reckon they should be able to organise something. They've got connections where they could pull in favours, even the universities. Even, like, just if something, they could get hold of containers, they could have some containers to put the stuff into just for a temporary while they were organised. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they've uh, opened up the warehouse and are basically having a giant garage sale. Come and pick up whatever you want for free. Yeah. So where is this again? Sydney. Uh, in the so, suburb Villawood. So that's the reason why you're asking about a, um, what's the name? Borrowing a truck. Yes. <laughs> I need a fleet of trucks. I've got to save the museum. <laughs> you just want it for your ankle. Not at all. So they keep saying... I'm sure everyone who goes to pick stuff up says the same thing. Yeah, I'll give it back one day. <laughs> I'll, I'm leave only... it, I'll leave it to you in my will. Yeah. Oh, that would be, but couldn't they, so yeah, we could, we could, how about this? How about we make a petition to get, like, ask the universities to help this museum? Uh, I guess it's probably getting a bit late now though. It's only a couple of days until the, um, until the deadline. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, close, ten, ten, close on 10th of August. Yeah, uh, but what type of computer? So, what other computers are they um are they holding? They're... Oh, everything. They got the stuff, stuff that's only ten years old, all the way back to stuff the size of a fridge. They got stuff from the nineteen forties, which would be components of a building size computer. System. Yeah, uh, that computer that's from the forties is a EAI computer. Just mm-hmm. checking. Yeah, this one is you know the old movies you see with the flashing lights and the yeah all of that this thing's literally the size of a cabinet yeah with I'm a looking at some desk of, on the front some of the stuff up in the article at the moment yeah i had friends who 
guy, well, a guy I used to work with, he did his apprenticeship looking at all this sort of stuff back in the day. So he's just retired recently, well, a few years ago now, but yeah, he um, did his apprenticeship analog computers with wow. valves, all sorts of, as part of communications network. That's pretty amazing. So he, he lived through the dawn of computer network and helped yeah, shape it. I applied for a job at a, an IT shop a while back that had uh, a collection of retro stuff on the the shelf, including antique valves that they mounted in a nice wooden holder. Those things are worth a ton of cash if you get them in condition. Yeah, and have the storage space to keep one. Yeah. Because the valves themselves are the size of, like, a burrito. Biggest valve I've ever seen for any device was actually out of a radio, and it was the size of a three-litre thirst tanker, which was wow. a Coke bottle. And so it was like a massive, great big thing. And that was to go in the back of one of the original wireless radios that was the size of a very large filing cabinet and weighed about the same as well. And uh, the um, so the, the museum from the video I watched from uh, EV blog, basically, if you need a part, you can probably find it there. They've got literally tons of stuff stacked so deep on the shelf that you have to push it aside and climb into the shelf to find stuff i really wish i could get down there and have a look at it before it's gone <laughs> i can imagine the professor now just tr- going to the car as soon as this episode ends just going to the car and just madly driving into sydney i'm already up to like stage five of the stages of grief wait <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, if only I was still working in the same transport industry office I was in before, I probably could have organised a truck to pick up a lot of stuff. Yeah, gonna be. But then your mum would be wanting to kill me. Just a second, just a second. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Um, I know my mum doesn't want me bringing in any more computer parts. How, how would how would she feel if you had two semis turn up at the front door? Um, we got, we got probably not happy. We got a delivery for the professor. <laughs> oh, so I uh, we're planning. We're probably going to move at the end of the year, so that's going to be a couple of semis worth going back out to wherever we move to next. Oh, well, at least your parents they've got to get the house at the right size. Yeah, I, I need about two hectares. <laughs> Just for this myself. Is why, this is why I'm not complaining that my girlfriend wants to live in the uh, live out in the bush because that way we can live in the bush. I can have a giant warehouse full of old computers. <laughs> Just need to wait for the MBN to get finished. Yeah, that's not going to happen, Annie. No, <laughs> fat chance that's going to happen. You'd be better off building yourself a satellite dish and accessing it that way. Yeah, if he, um, especially if Elon's uh, constellation, I think, goes ahead. Yeah, I, re- I reckon it probably will. I reckon he'll get get there pretty soon. Yeah. DJ's gone very cool. He has. He did say he was going, but then he came back and mm-hmm. giggled. So I thought he was back, but he stopped giggling. No, oh, uh, sorry, I just had something, but no, um, to false alarm. Um, well, yeah, oh, dude, imagine get the, the professor getting a gigantic warehouse and just putting all the stuff in and saying... Hey, if I was Elon Musk and I had billions of dollars, I totally would. Oh, yeah. Hey, maybe we could write a letter to Bill Gates and just say, like, hey, we've got this computer museum, please save it for... Please save us this... Com- please save this computer museum before it goes down. Except he wouldn't receive it until after the day. Yeah. Plus, you'd have to actually get his email address for him to see it personally. You're not likely to get hold of that. I'm not likely to get hold of that. And I'm not on the Send him on a tweet. We could. Whether or not uh, it would get there. Yeah, his Reddit account. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
the DJs our um, resident Twitter tweet and Twitter or tweet, whatever you want to call it. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to be offensive. Um, yeah, there you go, DJ. Start sending some, some tweets that on <laughs> as our resident twit. <laughs> I will. I will do that. <laughs> so while we're waiting for a response from Bill Gates, let's move on with the next topic, which is about. A World of Warcraft character, a tree, and angry fans. Is there any other kind of fan for World of Warcraft? Or pretty much anything. Uh, yeah. um, it's one of those interesting questions you you got to ask when it comes across that way. Um, yeah, there's been a recent update we discussed the other week about um, World of Warcraft. And there was a video released which has upset a portion of the... the Fan base. I'm trying to think of the correct terms here without being offensive. Um, yeah. Um, World of Warcraft Sylvanius Windrunner, which goes all the way back to the original um, World of Warcraft, uh, Warcraft 3 um, Frozen Throne. Um, yeah, apparently she set fire to the World Tree. And now Horde players are revolting. <laughs> what? Um, are, you, are they serious? I got it. I'm one of the questions here because. Are they are they saying the horde players are ugly, which is pretty hard? Well, they do but have the orcs. Well, that was that was where I was going, but like it's kind of harsh. But they are playing orcs, so maybe they're starting <laughs> for quite the characters, or are they just saying that they're up in arms and upset? I do like this though. Just um, looking at the the article you sourced us mm-hmm. at the top of the uh, article with the sort of recommended links section. The first one is this about World of Warcraft players stripping to protest the killing of the world tree. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking it up a little bit, but apparently because of the killing of the world tree, they are taking off their um, shoulder of hats. Yeah. Oh my god. But I have to say, um, he does look kind of revolting. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But, but here's the thing though, Sylvanas was, already, was originally evil. No, what? she wasn't. Wait. What, what drugs are you taking? She was originally evil, like when she was um when she was killed and turned into a banshee. Well, but she was a night elf before that, so originally she wasn't evil. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, before... Yeah, okay, granted. But then grant- she was turned into a banshee, which made her part of the undead. Yeah. Then she created the Forsaken, which is just basically a mercenary group. Well, the, the, that was the creators of Warcraft, but... She wasn't originally evil. Okay, fair okay, I stand corrected. But still, this is, it's just ah oh, the whole fan revolting. Like, really, guys? You oh. guys haven't played World of War- War- Warcraft 3? <laughs> oh. No. Warcraft 3, yeah. Nobody's played a Warcraft RTS in a long time because those <laughs> bastards who made World of Warcraft killed it. <laughs> I, still, I still play it occasionally. I got it on my laptop at the moment and play it occasionally. I miss the Warcraft RPGs. Um, you can actually get um, some of the maps for Warcraft where it's incorporating characters from other games and so forth. So you oh, can yeah. actually have, there's one of the maps where someone's customized it so got, you're running around with shooting, like characters who are shooting. Yeah, um, StarCraft 2 is supposed to have a pretty, well, it does have a pretty solid uh, custom game maker, but yeah. I don't think it's gone to the, it's as prolific as Warcraft 3's was. I know, I I made a couple of maps at different times. Yeah, just try to make it as 
absolutely insane as possible before launching into God mode. Uh, but does that mean so? So does that mean Sylvanas is now the new big bad guy? Oh, I don't know. Only a preview video. Uh, we don't know. But like, it's still pretty tightly vague. held. What's exactly happening? Like, yeah. Like one of the things like they're saying in the article is that the hordes always had a noble streak, and they, none of the sides have really been able to consult call themselves the good guys or the bad guys and so forth but yeah yeah because last worried now that they're going to be branded as the evil so yeah well well, technically there were evil bad guys as far as i'm concerned having never played world of warcraft because those bastards killed the rts games Mm -hmm. they are evil yeah, they were and evil I play and... the RTS games, so they're evil because I don't been a while, but I don't recall them being that sympathetic in the RTS games. Yeah, I've I've I've, I've just been reading up on the um the lore on various sites, and they're all saying that yeah, the orcs have done all this and that after the Lich King has fallen, so blah blah blah. And there are some are evil, some are not evil moments. So it's kind of context. It depends on context of the situation. Yeah, um, apparently she um, saying life is pain to Delarian and hope fails. You made life your enemy was the response. And... Life is pain, so basically the way most millennials feel these days. <laughs> and, and the DJ. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's like goes on with a bit of an argument back and forth for a little bit saying you, you cannot, you can't win this war. You can kill us, but you cannot kill hope. And so Sylvanas apparently goes into a rage, changes her plans, and lights everything on fire. When there's a lot of people who are concerned that it's going to go the same as Grosh Hellscream, who has since become a raid boss that you have to defeat. Well, if people were this upset about the burning of a tree, why didn't they just take a leaf out of Greenpeace's book and chain themselves to it? (laughs) Um, Okay, well... You did play the real-time strategy, so you understand the size of the world tree. Yeah, I do get that. I'm sarcastic. sarcastic. <laughs> I, I like and it how... Honestly, if it, if this was a Greenpeace protest and you're going to burn the tree, would that stop you? Pour on extra fuel. My lawyer advises me not to answer that. <laughs> yeah, just as I thought. <laughs> well, take that as an unconfirmed yes. <laughs> Although, mind you, this I like how the whole the horde players are now revolting. This just reminds me of Marvel when they say Captain America was evil, and they all go like, "Oh, Marvel! Oh, you 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 betrayed me, Marvel!" Oh, the bullshit that's been going on ever since the uh, Infinity War. <laughs> Everyone's oh, like, Thanos was innocent. <laughs> Thanos did, didn't do nothing. Yeah, it's actually a subreddit that I ended up blocking because uh, I tend to view Reddit by all, and I ended up just blocking it outright because I was sick of bloody seeing Thanos did nothing wrong. <laughs> and they, they, like, you've probably heard of it. They had a big event where they banned half the users of the subreddit mm-hmm. because they wanted to emulate their hero. Yeah, no. Nah. haven't heard that because that's, well, one, it's. They're talking about Marvel, so probably wouldn't notice it anyway. That, that's going to be funny, man. Imagine having all these, like, Sylvanas did nothing wrong. Please, no, don't encourage them. <laughs> you real, you realise, of course, that if this is going this way and the DJs is excited and carrying on, it's likely that Warcraft is going to become the next target to be purchased by Disney. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That would be interesting. A uh, Disney-owned Blizzard. Well, they got the who who actually made the Warcraft movie? I think it was 20th Century Fox. I think it was. I thought it was Sony. Right, Fact check that. Legendary Pictures, Universal Pictures. It was distributed okay. by Universal. The production company was Legendary Pictures. And completely wasted Duncan Jones. It's so, nothing like all of his best movies. We we can we can if um this goes the way that Marvel's gone, then we can see Disney buying Blizzard. Yeah, and increasing their uh, working towards their world rolling media conglomerate and leading us into a further cyberpunk future. Well, they, I was reading somewhere the other day that apparently they're already looking at they're more powerful than most of the. U.S. government, many of the other governments in the world. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they basically run their own town as well. Yeah. Oh, no, they got multiple towns. You got Disneyland, Disney World, Euro Disney. Yeah, um, but outside Disney, whichever one is in Florida, they have a, a town where the whole government has basically been lobbied so hard by Disney that it's a, a Disney-controlled town. Yeah, but that's, it, it went. But but when um, what I was saying though. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. With Disneyland and that, it's already the size of a lot of the counties. Yeah, in America, um, <clears throat> pardon me. They've got so much, like even Euro Disney, the size of that, it's massive. They've got people who live and work in some of those pla- some of the Disneyland places, and they don't leave for year, a year or two at a time. Like being on a submarine. Yeah, but with more fun and less smelly, less, and a whole lot less gay jokes. Well. I don't know. I won't go there. We won't discuss that part of things. <laughs> we'll probably get in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got to admit that. Actually, I bet those costumes are pretty smelly, speaking of smells. Well, no, they launder those. Every, like It's only worn for so many hours, and then it's actually put through a laundry process, apparently. Okay. Um, they've got their own special dry cleaners and laundry service on site. Because they've got, like Disneyland's got, all the motels in the, for the, all the different themes. Yeah. So for all the linen and all that, they actually have a truck that comes around and picks up all the linen and takes it back to a central laundry and washes it all and so forth. But they also have like dry cleaning services and laundry services available for staff and guests. So yeah. Makes sense. Because of the bacteria that grows in all the foam and whatever and the cost yeah. of producing those things, they keep them clean as a preventative maintenance. And imagine, like, you know, the uh, cruise ship uh, gastro outbreaks. Yeah. Imagine that in Disney. <clears throat> well, good old Walt was a futurist. So he oh, yeah. he pushed for a lot of technological advances that put Disney ahead of its time in so many ways. I love reading about Epcot, like the actual town Epcot, mm-hmm. which uh, never really was going to work, but it's a... This crazy retro futuristic view of how everything was going to be automated. Yep. But yeah. 
I'm still still just looking at some of the artwork here for the um, burning of the world tree. I'm loving it. Don't say that too loud. You'll piss off the fans. <laughs> it's winter here. So I'm looking at it. I'm thinking it's a fire. Campfire's some... burning. Campfire's burning. Draw <laughs> near. I'm just looking for the marshmallows on the sticks to put in into the fire. You know? <laughs> marshmallows on a hot Melted marshmallows on a stick and um, hot chocolate. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. It's a good feeling. And if that upsets the fans, oh, well, I'm sorry. I saw an opportunity and I took it. <laughs> you're the horde. This is what you're supposed to do. All right. So let's move on to our discussion, game discussions. What have you been playing this week, Bucky? Um, I have been playing Guns of Icarus. The, the new one we picked up for free last week. That's it. Off of um, Humble Bundle. Ooh. What do you think? Should we have a uh, Nerds Amalgamated gaming session sometime? Oh, definitely. Oh. Um, even if it's not with this, but yeah, no. Um, the steampunk theme, floating around in an airship, battling pirates and other players and so forth is good. Um, I'm, I'm loving being an engineer and getting to shoot guns while floating around in the sky. How's your aim? Um, depending on the gun. Um, they've got like they, they call it the Gatling gun, which is the machine gun, and that generally seems to have better aim and range. And then they've got different guns, and yeah, one of them's like a cannon, and so you got to really pay attention to the the range and the fall of the shot and stuff like that. So, and you got to break the armor on the hull before you can destroy it. So you shoot it with the Gatling gun, and then yeah, and you got to work as part of a team. So even if it's just you and your rest of your crew are all AIs, everyone's working together. Yeah, I am, haven't played the new one yet. I remember playing the original a few years back, but it does remind me um, I've long espoused the ben- benefits of playing Black Wake on this podcast. Sounds like it'll be a, a lot like, like it's a, definitely a lot like Black Wake in terms of the team-based uh, cooperation. Yeah, like um, when you're actually in the game, like you've got the captain, whoever that's piloting the airship, can give voice commands and you can you got key commands where you can say enemy sighted ahead or enemy sighted off the starboard beam and all that sort of stuff um but yeah you just got to make sure you just got to hope you've got a captain piloting your craft that's going to make it so that you've actually got an opportunity to shoot the enemy before they shoot you which can be a pain in some cases um i had a captain earlier on today that for some reason as soon as anyone started to shoot would turn and you would lose contact. It was almost like he was coordinating with the enemies to help us lose. But yeah, um, I got tired of having a poor captain in one round. And so when the next round came around, I took over the captain's position on one of the airships. And yeah, even though I only started off with a crew of AIs, everyone suddenly noticed that I was being a lot more aggressive in my gameplay and so forth. And I, I started getting an extra crew and we ended up with a full crew. And yeah, we my my airship absolutely smashed the opposition. So yay team. So is so would you say this game is like a MOBA in a sense? MOBA. No. Nothing like a MOBA. Well okay. I was just trying to work out where you were getting your idea. Oh, from, but... oh you several years ago on the Black Wake subreddit, some idiot posted, Is this game a MOBA? Because it's a multiplayer online game and you battle and <laughs> completely missing what the actual definition of a MOBA is. Was that you? No. 
I find it hard to believe there could be a second person who would make that mistake. Nah, that's not me. I don't have a red account. I don't know what the heck are you talking about. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be guilty there. Just so we can make sure the DJ's on the correct definition. Can you please fill us in with the correct definition now? I don't actually know the technical definition of a MOBA. <laughs> he, he just froze for a second. <laughs> he just froze. Yeah, if this was one of our regular chats, I would have YouTube set up with a whole lot of different sounds, and this is where I'd be playing the monk monk. Epic fail. Okay, I have. I think I have something that could help. Help. Nah, mate, come on. I'm this just is, looking at that right now. This is, <laughs> coming, I, this is I, coming from the DJ saying he can help. I, I could describe a MOBA to you if you said, what is a MOBA? I could explain it, but I couldn't tell you straight out what the, um, what the... <laughs> Official definition is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There, there is, there is another one. We could use Urban Dictionary and find that. No, <laughs> I don't want to know how MOBA translates to some horrific sex move. <laughs> I was, that's what I was worried about the first time with them something else. Um, okay, well, that just looks like the um, League of Legends and Heroes of New Earth map. Yeah, it's uh, well, that's the archetypal MOBA map. Having for reference, uh, the DJ's just posted a link to the Wikipedia article for MOBA, which has as its thumbnail a abstract uh, drawing of a MOBA map with the three lanes and the jungle areas. And Wikipedia, just as a summary of what Wikipedia says, is the as a technical definition, it's a subgenre of strategy. Well. A uh, player controls a single character in a team who competes against another team of players. The objective is to destroy the opposing team's main structure with the assistance of computer-controlled units that march along set paths. Yeah, well, no, you're not marching along set paths. You have a map area, so it's more like a battle. Oh, no, the NPCs are on set paths, the yeah, uh, no. the mobs. Yeah, in in um, Guns of Icarus, um, yeah. it's more more like a battle arena in terms of Black Hawk, like, um, well, Battlefield and all that sort of stuff, because you just have a general map area where you can fly around. You have scenery that you can bump into, um, but there's no set path that you have to follow. It's just that there's a map area with boundaries and so forth. Your AIs will just pursue certain actions as they're supposed to, but it's, yeah, it's not, you're not destroying any assets other than the airship and it's, like in with what I've played so far, um, yeah, it's basically like you battle the pirates or you battle other battle other players, and the first team to get to five wins is the winner. So you have to destroy five airships to get the big. Okay, nice. So it's not it's not get all the way through and destroy the the base, just kills. Yeah. So battle royale rather than battle arena. Although you respawn, so it's not really a battle royale either. Yeah, that's another bonus. So yeah. Um, no, it's, I think um, it's not. It's not a MOBA. The a closer definition would be more like uh, arena shooter. I think yeah, is one of the categories more to the um, deathmatch with battlefield and so forth. Yeah, no, because yeah. you you go out, you 
kill or die and then respawn and come back out and do it again and again and again until the score's reached that victory declared. So, yeah. Anyway, the uh, no, next game is my suggestion. I've been playing Black White. No, uh, it's on my head, on my mind now. <laughs> I've been playing Gloomhaven. Oh, nice. Oh. Gloomhaven is a cooperative board game. It's basically a cooperative turn-based strategy game. Uh, no, sorry, turn-based RPG game. Each player gets a, a character and gets a randomly drawn end goal. So my character's end goal is to earn 200 coins and have 200 coins in his possession. Then your character gets retired and you generate a new character. But at the same time, as you retire, you unlock new characters. So there's always new content coming into play. And you've got a, a giant world map where as you play, you unlock stickers to put on the map and it'll mark new places you can go to visit. Then you go to that place, do the local quest and uh, can either... Like, it's got morality choices, random events, deciding whether to support the evil zombie-making lunatics or kill them. All of the sort of classic RPG stuff. Cool. I like that idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing it for uh, quite a few months now. I um, My group gets together once a fortnight to play a mission. It takes us uh, about two and a half, three hours to do a mission usually. And also to do all of the sort of the housekeeping stuff, the random events and all of that stuff. Ah, I'm just looking at... Looks not looks cool, looks cool in terms of it's a card and tile based game. Yeah, so you have the basically a hex grid laid out according to the guide you have in the the manual for the, that particular level you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think there's 95 levels off the top of my head and a random level generator you can use. Okay, but there'll be a a reference map in the manual which will tell you what tiles to lay out what monsters to put where, what loot you need, and all of that. And then you play through it with your characters. Sounds kind of similar to, um, there's a new 40k game, I saw an advert for this probably about a month ago now, where it's turn-based strategy, and you've got to go through and you can play as Space Marine, Hippie Guard, or any of the hordes of non-humans, or evil doers, and... Um, yeah, you're on board spaceship. On board spaceship, so you have different areas. You have to you can set traps in, and you have to be aware of traps as through to try and retake ships or retake cities. So yeah, looks interesting. Nice, nice. nice. So I have to check that one out. That looks really sounds yeah. really good. Huh. Well, I have to try and find a link for it for you. Yeah. It's been a while since I last played uh, a board game, mind you. What what was my last game? Scrabble. That's my last board game. I never really? touched. Yeah, I'm serious, man. Like, I've, that was a lot. That was my last board game. I've never touched a board game ever after that. You disgrace me. <laughs> but can't, then again, like, given his propensity for bad vocabulary and spelling in general conversation online, he would have done pretty bad. So I can understand why he wouldn't be pursuing anything like that. True. Oh, <laughs> uh, fellas. <laughs> but still, but still I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing a live stream of this game. At one stage, be cool to have like maybe four. If we ever get the MBN, yeah, yeah. After the issues we had during the free stream, I'm not sure I want to do that until we get um until we get better internet. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, that game I was saying about. I think it's um, Space Hulk. Oh yes, uh, there's a PC game of that that's a few years old. Yeah, that, well, that's the one I was talking about. Like 
yeah, for 40k, when I start playing that, I tend to want to go for the epic monster battles with 40,000 points aside, massive armies, which take a couple of days to get through. So Yeah. Mm. And it's too expensive to buy that many characters these days. Oh, man, it's, it, it, it costs a lot of money just to even get, like, a painting equipment for these guys. Well, I used to have um, a, couple, a few squads of Sisters of Battle, and, yeah, like, that cost me. Like, by the time I bought, that's what I had, four squads plus the um, chapter squad, and then I had a rabble of peasant following an Inquisitor. I think that cost me 115 years ago. So, yeah, that was just buying them the paints. It was a lot of fun. I also had um, two tanks. Wow. That must have been a lot, a lot of coin just to get well, those tanks. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it cost me like 600 and something dollars or $750. I can't remember now. It's a while back. That's what keeps me out of uh, tabletop wargaming. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of millions of dollars. No. I had a friend who was ridiculously invested into it. With um, he, he had Space Wolves and Imperial Guard. And he had literally boxes and boxes, like you know the big plastic crates you have for storage stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he had boxes and boxes. I mean, like he had six or seven. He he had probably about twenty or thirty tanks. Like he actually had. If you line them up across the back of the field, you it was you were gone. You had you had to have a map. Only time he ever got all of his troops out in one battle, we ended up with three table tennis tables put together to form the battle zone. Beautiful. Oh, and we had him on one side with all of his um, space wolves and a pig guard, and on the other side was me with basically a conglomeration of everyone else going against them. So we like we didn't have any of the tyrannids and power and so forth, but it was like we had um, my sisters a battle. Uh, I had another ten squads of ultramarines that we borrowed from somebody else with some. I think I had ten tanks under that. And then there was uh, like some of the, we had three or four guys on my side, and we had just a massive battle. It took us five days to get it all the way through. And the Sisters of Battle were absolutely devastating because of the way that I had them all set up and ran through. But yeah, eventually we lost, but it was close. It was like literally it was one point either way was the victory and loss. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, um, one thing I like about Gloomhaven is that it's one of those legacy games. So as you go on, you unlock new events. Things happen once that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. So um, some cards will have a little icon on them that tells you, remove this card from the game once it occurs. Mm-hmm. And I really like that we're only, we're only just getting back to the main plot now after getting incredibly sidetracked. Um, but I like the side quests and... An, an overarching story and there's an arg which i haven't gotten too far into because i like trying to solve the puzzles myself but uh there's an arg hidden in it awesome. so dj what have you been playing i have been playing quake champions and that, that is a very very good game to play um it's what oh, it's sorry fire. i forgot just before we move on from gloomhaven yeah it's uh sold 120,000 copies and they're printing more as of earlier this week. Oh, nice. Nice. Very nice. So what were you saying about uh, Quake Champions? Oh, it's a, it, it's, a, it's a good game to play. It's a good game to play. Addictively good. Yes. 
I was never really into the Twitch shooter before I played Quake Champions. <laughs> but uh, oh. I think one of the biggest selling points for us with um, this was the opportunity to get to shoot. DJ was. Yeah, you, you guys still haven't shot me. I'm still, I'm still alive. No, I'm still standing. Because we've all played separately. We haven't played together. Uh, mm. does, that mean you're, does that mean you're scared? Oh, no. no, no I'm still standing. <laughs> um... But yeah, this when this game announced when this game was announced on E3, I think all of us we were just smiling in in glee when this game came out, weren't we? Well, I wasn't really because I did like I said I don't wasn't really into Twitch shooters, but then I played around or two and I was like, yes, this is my place. <laughs> How about you, Buck? Um, yeah, like wasn't really. I I appreciated the graphics and all that, but yeah, no. I was. I've always been more of a Doom and what's it? Ultimate. Brutal Doom. Pun. Brutal Doom. Oh no, there's no oh, Doom, and then there's uh, Ultimate Battlefield. You mean Unreal Tournament? Unreal Tournament, sorry. Yeah, which has uh, generated a game system that's used for a lot of the mechanics for other games now with the systems. So yeah, un- yeah. the Unreal Engine is just amazing. But yeah, like I remember playing. Unreal Tournament back many, many, many years ago on the original, and yeah, just enjoyed it. But this isn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, and it was cool though when they had um, the Doom guy in the in in the game, which was cool. Oh uh, yes, you can play as Doom guy, BJ Blazkowicz, hmm. a bunch yeah. of classics from uh, the Quake games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying the mechanics of it and the gaming of it, but yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think either of us were really too much. <laughs> I also like that you can unlock classic costumes for characters. Yes. So you get armor for Doom Guy, like his default armor is based off Doom 2016, but you can get original Doom style armor. Mm-hmm. My only gripe about this game is how it's so it's very quick. It's like just as soon as the game game starts, boom, you're dead. No, not quick an, enough. Yeah, like, I, I've quite often managed to get out and moving around before I get shot. You must be just standing still and being a target. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my also my other favorite part about this um, game is the uh, weapons. How they they look so nice now. Look, the weapons design. And there's uh, custom models for some weapons you can unlock. Yeah, like uh, the super shoddy from Doom Two. Yes. Yeah, and I think the nail gun as well. You can upgrade. You can. The, there's a couple of versions of that one as well. Oh, but um, what was the other thing about Quake that was fun about this game? The character, the um, each character having their own special abilities. That was a that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, in Quake Three Arena, and you didn't have that have that type of skill until now. Okay. Yeah, I think what was it? One of the characters' special skill was Stampede. What one was that? Um, I forgot who like, the character. What does it do? Um, it's just like a bull rush. He just um charges. Oh, yeah. You just charge in. Oh, I like yeah. Doom Guy's special. The Berserker. He berserk. Yeah. yeah. Tears people apart with his fist. <laughs> there was another one, I think, um Sawlag. I think that's his character, um the acid spit. Yeah. But there are a lot there are they're interesting. Like and they also um the other interesting part about this game was the loot boxes in Quake in Quake Champions. But the bright side to that one is no it's not experience. Not pay pay for pay to experience kind of loot boxes. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's definitely possible to unlock uh, everything in game. I did purchase the uh, unlock pack though because I got the game for free during the promotion. For, I think we. I think, I think we all did. Yeah, and um, I just enjoyed it so much. I wanted to support them. Yeah, there are that and ca- it's the sort of thing I feel comfortable supporting them for, rather yeah. than supporting them for uh, just random cosmetics or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the other? Oh, there's also um, other characters in this game. BJ Bla- Blaskowski. He was famous for which game? He's was the he? Wolfenstein guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wolfenstein. Uh, there is also Strog and Pika. They were from Quake, the Quake games, Quake Two. Yeah. So, yeah. so Quake Champions has got a Quake character. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I have a question for you on this one though. Do you reckon this will, if it does well, like really, really well, when it, when the full game comes out, do you reckon this will overtake most of the other shooters that's been around lately, like CS:GO and Overwatch no. and all those? No. CS:GO is too well entrenched, and it's more of a competitor for Overwatch. Mm-hmm. I also doubt it would overtake Overwatch just because. It's a smaller audience, and it feels like a much more hardcore game than Overwatch. Things feel quicker. There's no healing. Well, the you can find health pickups, but there's no healer class. This is this isn't a game for Suki Lala's who need to cheat. This is where you go. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh Buck is gonna burn. Ah, <laughs> oh, but well, PUBG and all that you got in CS:GO. Like CS:GO, they've actually got people that play the game who are there as special obs- observationists if you reach a certain level. Then they have people who are employed that go through and kick you out. And was it PUBG or who was it the other day kicked um, 1100 account? Uh, it was um, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Like, I'm sorry, but if you got if you got to cheat to play the game, then just pack up and go home. Like, everyone else is playing there and developing themselves fairly. Either put in the time or just... Go do something else if you're a sookie lala. <laughs> yep. Cheaters yeah. are losers. <laughs> cheaters are... Here, here. Here, here. Yeah, I'll drink I've to that. heard people arguing that the reason cheaters uh, seem to be so commonly Chinese is because China has a very uh, win-at-all-cost mentality. Well, I just don't see that if there's no challenge at all because especially if you end up in a match with other players who are cheating, who wins when you both have God mode? Mm-hmm. The yeah. person you bought the cheat code off of. Yep. Mm-hmm. As, as, as like we were, we've said before with this sort of thing, um, they should just have. There was one of the games I can't remember which one it is now. They actually had a server where anyone who's busted cheating multiple times, they all just get moved there, and that's it. So every every, every time you open up a new account, you start cheating, you get booted to the cheat server, and yeah. You're just wasting your time and money because you're not going to be getting anywhere because all the cheats in the cheat server get no recognition. They're not allowed to play in any tournaments. And, yeah, like, if, you, if you're if there to just cheat, then, yeah, just play in the cheat server without all the other cheats. Do you mean Titanfall? Is that one of the games you were talking about? It might have been Titanfall. I can't remember which one it is. There's a few of them where they've um, what they call cheat servers, and they just move players off. Okay. They just they dump them in the cheat prison, as it's referred <laughs> to by some of the, the gamers. And, um, yeah, like, it's it kind of sucks that they've got to do that. But the reality is is that there's people out there that are scumbags that deserve it. Mm-hmm. I've got to say, I quite enjoy the idea of a cheater's prison. 
It also no. helps stop them from realizing I've been caught. Actually, you guys want to hear a funny story about that with terms of pump cheats, uh, in terms of cheaters? You got busted. No, some guy in China, um, arrested, so basically in China, um, some guy have been um, arrested and given prison sentences for handing out pub, handing out, um, for PUBG cheaters in China. Handing out what for PUBG cheaters? Giving out prison sentences and arrests. Can you actually repeat all that in English in, as a coherent sentence? Arrests are basically saying there have been, for Chinese PUBG cheaters, they were given arrests and prison sentences. They were arrested and given presence. Okay. Oh, thank you for that, Bucky. My head hurts. <laughs> I thought you, because what you were saying there, it sounded like at one point you were saying one of the guys who was a cheat was arresting other cheats and giving them prison sentences. No. And then, yeah, he just, it, it just getting, went down. And I'm used to talking to you, and I was getting confused. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, though. They've, they've got people who actually cheat get caught. <laughs> Hey, I still love that video. I'm not sure if I posted it on our Facebook page where a guy um, accosted a cheater in an internet cafe and just yelled all sorts of abuse at him and physically attacked him and said, you ruined the game, you scumbag. <laughs> I think I saw that. I was like, oh, man. I, I was sitting there, I was just, give him a right hook. Give him a right hook. <laughs> not that uh, we condone violence, but you get those animals out there that you just want to hurt. Like the DJ? No, I said animal. He's he's not animal. He's mineral. True. Oh man. So we got anything else? No, that's all of our else? topics. But you're not hosting, so shut up. Ah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, that's all we have for this week. We will try to rein the DJ back under control. Check out our our website, our Facebook page. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. What's our email address, DJ? Uh, nerds.amalgamated at gmail.com Send a tweet to our twit. What's our Twitter account? Uh, at nAmalgamated Send, Check out our merch and check out the other That's Not Canon people. We mentioned Murder in the Land of Oz earlier. A podcast about people getting killed in Australia. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot of research on the topic too. It's quite quite interesting. Yeah. Or Floof, Floof and Papa if you want to just listen about dogs. And who doesn't? Four-legged, four-legged humans, as we call them in my house. <laughs> so that's all, and we will see you next week. See you guys. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.